This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. What up, though? Hey, everybody. It is me, your girl, Cheyenne Lene, a.k.a. Motor City Oprah. And yes, it is me speaking on Views from the Thick. I missed y'all so much. Oh, my God. It's, it's so crazy because I have been getting my inbox, like, blown the fuck up. It's, especially, like, as of recently, everybody like, where you at? Where you at? Man, y'all been... um sending me like I was on you guys is like Spotify you know like most lists and shit and that shit just made me feel so good because I'm like damn I haven't been um in a studio for my show since last year like since November I believe of last year and the fact that y'all are still out there showing me love you know and I haven't put out no new content or anything like that like I just when I say I love y'all to death like it really made me feel very very good man and um I had to come back. Um, I actually had this planned out before y'all gave me um, all the love and information and before people start like being on my ass. And I'm gonna give a uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to the person who was always like the number one person who stayed on my ass. Ashley um, at Ash RN. I think that's her name. 05 or whatever her name is on uh, Instagram that's my girl like Ashley you always be like uh when you coming back what the fuck is going on also my girl Ari um act right Ari I think that's your name on Twitter both of y'all like y'all stay on me like um I need to hear your voice I need you like come on back but I'm here um uh, I'm waiting on my uh waiting on my best friend June to get here. Got my guy Jay Johnson in the building with me, holding it down. What up though? What up though? <laughs> and uh, we gonna give y'all some uh some uh topics today, of course. But before I get into that, like I just feel like y'all are my family, and I can't be gone and had no absence, especially for that long, and I give y'all a, a explanation. Um, so this year has been a crazy year, full of ups and downs. Um, I have I haven't been completely um, just sitting still like I've done a couple things as far as like I've done um, with Barry. I did Ladies Love Lyrics. Um, so you guys can definitely go check that out. That's on my um, my Instagram page. I did a couple other things still doing my brand ambassador thing. But uh, my health has taken a toll on me um, since I have been here last as far as mentally currently right now I am in the best mental state I have been in in a very very long time um, before we go any further I just want to put it out there that I am a single I am a single woman <laughs> we're gonna start right there <laughs> <laughs> we are going to start right there and uh you know and that's going to be the grand opening grand closing we're not going to expound to give that too much shine on this show so um but yeah now that we got that out the way um <laughs> that's hilarious actually <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to put it out there. But, you know, we ain't go, you know, this ain't the place for that. Niggas ain't getting paid to talk about, you know. Um, but, yeah, like physically, I mean, y'all remember a couple years ago when I was in here, I had did a... Uh, I had did a podcast and I was telling y'all at the time a few years ago that I was like in a lot of fucking pain. Like I was sitting here like talking through tears literally. And then I told y'all, you know, I ended up having to have a surgery like they had found a big ass uh, cyst on my spleen. Well, um, come to find out the same fucking thing happened. Like literally like the pain um, around this time last year, I was like, okay, this shit feel, you know, real fucking familiar i was in denial about it because i'm like lord they told me they did this surgery right and they did this and took these steps like i shouldn't have to go through this anymore so i'm gonna just you know i'm gonna thug it out i ain't gonna accept the fact that that's probably you know what i'm going through so i ain't even gonna you know claim that but unfortunately i went actually i had another separate uh health issue went into the hospital and you know why you there they be like is there anything else that concerns you you know in your visit i'm like you know what while i'm here can y'all motherfuckers like do a uh do a cat scan and do all these you know like images of me because i'm having the same exact pains same exact spot it's happening you know all these different symptoms like it's identical to when i was here three years ago and they like okay cool boom fast forward <laughs> them niggas like oh yeah you do have another cyst um it's about as large as the last one and we're gonna be keeping you here in the hospital for a week like jesus christ like are you fucking serious so you know fast forward i had to have another surgery get it removed uh, uh well get part of my spleen removed again get the cyst removed and when i tell you I'm, I went in there with all the confidence in the world. Like, oh, you know, I've been through this before. I'm going to thug it out. I know how it's going to go. Nigga, I did not know <laughs> that anytime you have any type of operation, like on your abdomen area, shit don't get better each time. It's fucking worse. Like this goddamn surgery, I was in there like, God, I just want to go home. I want to make it through it. Like I was in that damn um bed laying there like crying the um some of the nurses I wasn't particularly fond of and then you know with COVID and shit I didn't really have no visitors like that like I was in there fucking going through it like the only person that came and saw me um in the hospital for real was like my mama because they was it was so restricted like I really couldn't have nobody but you know my guys like my uh my support circle like I love my friends to death like especially uh my Royal Rumble gang like they never like <laughs> they never never made me feel like I was alone man like they're my guys forever I love them you're my nigga <laughs> I love my guys man and you know of course my other friends and and my other circle shout out to y'all y'all know who y'all are but that shit you know um so my year started off rocky with that and then uh I was dealing with that on and off and then also too I had some other physical issues that I discovered as well and to be honest that is the reason why um, outside from the cis shit that I took so much time off because um, it lowered my confidence. Um, so right now, and I wasn't going to do this show until I got 100% as far as like my diagnosis and had all of my appointments and everything. But um, uh, I've been dealing with um, uh, symptoms of like sleep apnea 
And um, a lot of people, for the most part, just kind of like associate sleep apnea with like snoring and shit, you know, but it's a lot of other like physical things that um, come with that that I have been noticing about myself for at least the last like year and a half. And the biggest thing was like these fucking attacks that I be having in my sleep. Like when I tell you, like I can't, I cannot describe what it was like. And I put the shit off for so long because I'm like, you know, it's just maybe I'm just having anxiety or panic attacks in my sleep or whatever. Like I'm just, you know, it is what it is. But like when they start being like, okay, it ain't just every once in a while. Now it's um, every couple of weeks. Okay. Now it's once every week. Now it's a couple times a week. Now it's like at least once a day. Now it's nigga a few times a day. Okay. Now it's like, nigga, I done had a whole night to where I done woke up out of my sleep eight fucking times. I didn't had a night to where or nights where I did not sleep at all. Like I had looked up and I'm looking at the time and the dates on the calendar. I'm like, nigga, I have it. It's fucking Sunday. I have not went to sleep since like Friday when I took my um, after work nap. Like shit was really, really bad. And then the attacks wake me up or would wake me up because um, since other things have uh, changed and uh, things have been cleared off the table, uh, my physical health has um, improved significantly. So I have not had an, an, a real bad attack in quite some time now. However, um, I'm very aware what uh, triggered them. So, you know, when uh, certain things are present, they uh, they do occur more frequently. I'll say that. And um but yeah, like when that shit happens, like I just I'll be laying in the bed and then I just wake up and it'll feel like my heart is fucking racing. Like I just ran a goddamn mile, wake up sweating to fucking death, having like just hot flashes and just like my chest would just be feeling like it's just like I just can't get it together. Like that shit is like I don't wish that shit on no fucking body, but um. Yeah, I had been dealing with that. It had got so bad, I took myself to emergency, and that's when we started, like, the whole process, trying to see what's going on. They wanted to make sure I wasn't having a heart attack or it wasn't no other type of um, heart-related issues or no shit like that. They kept me um, overnight, and now we just going through this process. I'm supposed to have a sleep study, um, another sleep study coming up, actually, in a few days. So, um, yeah, outside of that, like, I've been feeling really good. I've been at peace. I've been happy. I've uh, I've been enjoying my time with the people that I have in my life, um, friends, loved ones, family, whatever. Like it's just it's a really I'm in a very 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 good space in my um, in my life right now. So I'm very very much happy about that for sure. And um, yeah, like outside of outside of my health. Uh, like I said, I've been doing a, um, a couple other things, just working on some things in the background. But I did not want to. I've been wanting to come back for sure. But um, I had just noticed a lot of physical changes within my body. And even too, like just to be completely transparent, like my speech. So that's why um, you guys may have not like seen or like heard me on a lot of things that involve like a lot of speaking um, I had first noticed a change and it may be about maybe like a year and a half ago, had a conversation about it and kind of kind of got brushed off in conversation like, oh, maybe you just tripping, you overthinking, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you know, 
certain things just just feel a little different and um certain like my memory is like uh it has also been affected um I would uh like I had noticed that things that I like would know like verbatim especially like shit lyrics to like my favorite song or whatever or just anything like I'm like I know that shit like the back of my hand and then like it'll come up in conversation and I'd be like damn like I completely forget it. It's like I never fucking knew it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like something is off. Like this is not who I am. Like I pride myself on certain things and have confidence in certain things and knowing like, oh, I'm sharp as a tech at this shit. So when you start noticing things about yourself, it's like it's really nothing nobody can tell you as far as like, oh, no, like I ain't noticed or you good. Like I get it. You know, a person try to be there, um, be a positive uh reinforcement in your life and shit like that but sometimes you kind of be like okay well if you saying it because this is your body and this is you that you notice a change then okay I need to like you know take this in consideration so um yeah that's where I'm at with that but uh yeah I just wanted to be transparent with y'all because like I said like I feel like y'all my family and uh I try to be not completely an open book because I understand like everything ain't for everybody to know. But at the same time, I never try to portray like I'm a perfect person or like I don't come with flaws and like I don't go through shit because I'm not I'm not going to sit up here and say like I'm the most strongest person. Like a lot of shit with my ass this year a lot. And um, but I will say like I'm very, very happy in regards to where I am right now, like because the person that I was previously um how that person and that version of myself would have handled some of the shit that I went through, like, it would have been really bad for your mans, you know? <laughs> like, I, I would have been out here, like, really, really, like, fucked up. But, like, I was able to, like, push through everything and come out on the other side, like, feeling much better, like, I'm much more confident. And I just, you know, I'm just ready to move on and accept all the better things and the greater things in life, you know? And uh, I just... Wish the best for everybody, you know. But, um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. You know, everybody, if you have any questions or you want to talk to me about anything, like, always feel free to DM me. Like, I pretty much, uh, I respond to anybody in regards to certain shit. Like I said, like, I'm never, um, certain. yeah, certain <laughs> shit. Because, yeah, like, <laughs> nigga, the DMs can be a very wild place. I was actually just talking about that shit earlier today. <laughs> I saw you post something like, uh, ask me questions. And then the next post was like, oh my God. stop asking me questions. <laughs> Man, I put, I put that shit up there last week on my Instagram. Like, yeah, you know, because um, I stole it from my homie, Lo. Shout out to Lo. And uh, it was like, uh, ask me a question or assume something about me and I'll answer if it's true or false. Man, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I just wanted some entertainment because I like doing those question things because I just be wanting to know and like pick people brain and shit. And like when I see those type of things on people pose, I always try to I'm participate. I'm going to do that this week. I don't, never, I don't never do shit like that either. But I'm going to oh. do it. Like, yo, assume something about me and I'll let you know if it's true yeah. Yeah, that shit was, niggas got straight to it. Like, I said I wasn't going to reveal what the fucking questions was on Instagram, but, like, I had got questions like, oh, you a, you a big freak. You like to take babies on the face. Wow. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, you, got a, you got a whole bunch of... Um, 
a bunch of news in your phone. I'm sure that you ain't uh, that you ain't gonna post or some shit. They said I'm like, why well, fuck would I post it? Like, <laughs> of course I wouldn't post it. Like, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> what else? Like, it was it was some man. When I say niggas was getting to the fucking point, I'm like, all right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, let's just uh let's just hang this up and just act like I didn't even make this goddamn post because shit was just people will not hesitate to jump on the opportunity to just ask you some wild shit. And I was like, damn, I thought this was about to be, you know, just a little I thought they was just gonna ask, you know, like the the basic love fun shit, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> you give a nigga a, a chance to ask the 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 freakiest, nastiest Man. shit. Man, <laughs> Somebody was like, I remember one time somebody had made a post on Twitter. How did she word it? She was like, "You give a nigga, you give a nigga an inch, and he gonna take that bitch from, he gonna take it from Gratiot all the way down." Or some, it was some <laughs> shit. It was like, it was a wild. It was like they gonna take it from like Gratiot downtown all the way to fucking Mount Clemens or some shit. It was like you ain't fucking lying. Like niggas gonna nig as soon as you get an opportunity to. Like niggas is gonna nig, but you know what? It ain't. It ain't nothing wrong with a little nigga tree every now and then, but that shit I just was not <laughs> I just was not fucking ready for. It. Like I will absolutely um I'll definitely say that. I'm trying to uh wait till June get here because I wanted to talk specifically cuz um y'all know and I don't know, maybe you it may be a first time listener that may be listening to this um uh, when I post it, but uh I don't pretty I don't really like to talk about things, um, like current events and shit that like kinda just passed. I like because I feel like that's what damn near all podcasts kinda talk about. So I like to be a little bit different. But that fucking versus. Oh, <laughs> man. I cannot not talk about it. Man, you know, I've actually enjoyed it. Me too. Overall. Me too. <laughs> start off shaky. Yeah. <laughs> it started off shaky. It was a little fucking rough. Like it was it was touch and go there. But it was like cause it was funny because when I first like I had been really like secretly anticipating that shit like a fucking kid. Like I felt like a, a kid going to Disney World. I'm like, I cannot fucking wait I for feel this. Like they announced this shit like a year ago or something. Yeah, they did. Cause I remember it was um I think it was a whole little like promo and shit for yeah. it, and then it just never happened. Did somebody not show up or something? I just I kind of like remember us leading up to this again, yeah, and, and it never happened. And I feel like too, somebody told me and was like, "Uh, no, it happened, or it just like some shit." Like I remember some weird ass story. Somebody's telling me that it happened, and I'm like. I wouldn't it have fucking missed it. If it yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't have fucking missed it because y'all, y'all know I don't fucking like Crossroads, but I do like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like I'm a Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. I'm like, I'm not a stan. Like I'm more of a Three Six Mafia fan than I am Bone Thugs. But it was just like I would have definitely been on that shit. But everybody what, your age is that way. It's a direct. Yeah. It's like a four year gap. Mm. Anybody within a four year gap is. Is uh three six instead of bone, and I think that's because like uh to be a, a bone thug 
and harmony like more so of their fans is because like for the most part all of their mu- music is from like back when we were like young and with uh three six mafia like them niggas have songs spanning over four decades and like juicy j is still doing his fucking thing so if you still listening to like the shit that he's making now naturally you're gonna go back and listen to the shit from back in the day and bone thugs don't really have that advantage so i think that's why it's like that but that was a good fucking verses. Like I will, I can confidently say, in my opinion, like that was my favorite fucking verses. Mm. Like, and I, it's hard for me to even say that because prior to this, my favorite verses, of course, by default, was the DMX verses. Like, I love any of y'all that done listen before. Y'all know I love DMX. I'm still. That was another hard point of this year for me too. Like, I'm still mourning the death. Like, I feel like my uncle died or something. Like, she was really sad. Usually all the verses that everybody be like, yo, this person getting washed is going to be trash, mm-hmm. always end up being good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not been a lot of bad verses not, that I've watched. Maybe mm-hmm. I just didn't. <laughs> I ain't watched uh, some of the singing ones. So. Yeah, it's a couple of them that I didn't watch because I'm like, that's just or the not. super old. old. Mm-mm. Well, <sighs> I feel... I don't know how to approach this one. So, like, that's Shaka Khan versus... Yeah, I didn't with, watch it. I didn't know about it until it was on. I saw people talking about Shaka Khan. I'm like, why is everybody talking about Shaka mm, Khan? I just Shaka saw Khan, Shaka Khan. I just seen her <laughs> perform live at uh, Shane Park uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was that fine. Oh, yeah. I was She's like, look at her fine. old ass. Her mm-hmm. old ass Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, Shaka Khan... Uh, that's Shaka Khan and uh, who was that? Oh, Stephanie Mill versus. Now I've seen Stephanie Mills in concert before uh, with like the OJs and some other people, and she she did exactly what she did in that versus at that goddamn concert. She is still in shape at her age. Like she was putting up Jada Kiss numbers, <laughs> like she was in that versus. Oh shit! <laughs> like she was. Like I said that shit on Twitter. Like Stephanie Mills was putting up Jada Kiss numbers. Like she was in shape. Shaka Khan. Uh, baby, I don't know if I don't. I hope it was liquor. I'll just say that. But she was. Hey, bro, I didn't see none of it. I didn't even see the clips. But everybody said mm, she was on one. She was bad. Like from the moment they walked out, you know how they be coming from back, and then you could like see them slowly fade into the camera. She wasn't even all the way in focus yet. I was like, "Ooh, is she okay?" Like you could tell. Like Stephanie was like holding her up. It was just the shit was so bad. It was uncomfortable to watch. It was like. Y'all knew the shape she was in before she came out here. And y'all should have, I don't know, like, figured something out. Like, hey, we going to have to cancel. Or what really fucked me up is the fact that, for the most part, these verses be having, like, some type of little intermission or something that seemed like they did not have one. Get her some coffee. That's what I said. I was like, she is in way too bad shape. And they older. They need a fucking break. Like, not even trying to be funny. Shit, when she was here in the summertime, she was kicking ass. You know what I'm saying? Well, I like, don't. She had a great job. I, then she stopped the show. And I guess when Jesse Jackson and his wife got COVID, she, somebody came on stage <laughs> oh and God. told her that. And she read it like, she told the crowd. We was like, okay. Okay. The fuck that got to do with the show? Like, girl, go ahead and perform. Tell me something good. Shit, I don't want to hear that. Right. But yeah, it was it was very uncomfortable to watch. But as far as this last verses, 
when the shit started, when Bone first came out, it's just something about their energy that came through the screen. When I first seen them niggas, I was like, I don't know why, but I just have a bad feeling because they all look like they have on black forces that we can't see and that they have <laughs> creases in them. Like they they put them bitches in sport mode and go to work. Like I just <laughs> I got a bad vibe coming through the TV when I seen them niggas. And, God damn um, it. What? I just forgot. Uh, how about I say, I'm gonna get you them that Black Force purse? No, thank uh, you for Christmas. <laughs> but I did actually get you something, and I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna bring it up here," and I, I forgot. It's at the still at the crib. Mm. It's cool. We have you know future opportunities and stuff, and because uh, we still gotta play that uh that Martin trivia. I still have it wrapped in the plastic. I have not opened it. I haven't touched it nothing because I don't want nobody to say when we play it if I win yeah, or we when do I win. Royal Rumble for on Shop Talk before the end of the year so. for sure. For sure, and I also had an office trivia game too. It's something to, I got the, I got an office clue game. I seen that, um, and it's still wrapped in plastic. I've had that shit for at least ten, eleven years. Though. Damn, because I was in two thousand and ten. I was living in. I had that shit in my closet for a long. time. I've never mm-hmm. opened it. So. Damn, yeah, but uh. Them niggas definitely gave me Black Air Force energy. <laughs> and, and then it was funny because, like, I don't know if nobody else peeped it, but I definitely did. Like, when they first came out there and they like, okay, Bone Thugs come out, they came out. And them niggas, like, looked like they was about to go straight into their first song. And Fat Joe threw his hands up like, oh, uh, go ahead and do y'all thing. Like, he looked like, nigga, I was just trying to introduce y'all. Y'all about to go ahead and start the fucking show. But, okay. And then... When three six came out there, it was just like, oh, these niggas getting this getting saucy from the gate. Like it just, it was a little rough, but um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Stay fly is like one of my favorite, like go to, like get hype songs. Like if I had to make a playlist of like those type of songs, that will probably be for sure in like top five. Like I love that song, and I always talk about like. I love Buck verse on the song, and I love um, A Ball, MJG. yeah, MJG, yeah. I love they verses, man. And so when they came out and they got to perform, because first of all, I was already coming off the high that they had just performed Notorious Thugs before that. However, I will say that I was a little bit um, disappointed because I feel like first of all, not only do y'all have two big ass flexes, y'all got a song with Pac and y'all got a song with Biggie that were both made when both of them niggas was alive. But it's the fact that y'all started off performing the whole songs. How the fuck out of all songs do you not all perform y'all verses on Notorious Thugs? Like that to me. Like you, how the fuck do you not do that? Like you let the Biggie verse go. I would have did, I would have, so if I was DJing, Mm -hmm. I would have let them do Notorious Thugs and then I would flip it on the second half to the Biggie duets version. Yeah. Uh, when they spit your game, talk your shit. Yeah. Like, this is a versus. Y'all got to do the. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was very like, I was ready. Like, I'm rapping this shit at the crib. And I'm like, okay, cool. They about to go into the next verse. Then it just stopped. I'm like, that's it. Like, you have a fucking Biggie record and you don't capitalize on that shit. And then these niggas come out with fucking uh and do stay fly right after that and bring out fucking young buck and eight ball and mjg and hey, destroy y'all niggas hey, like he stopped pock overs they ain't do pock no nah, it was weird as fuck like i was actually surprised when they did uh 
for the love of money and they had Lil Easy come out because I was like, please let Easy Verse play because I fucking love Easy Verse. <laughs> and I was surprised. I thought, I thought Lil Easy whacked that shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, but the, oh. then them niggas got songs with Pac, Big, and Easy E. Who yeah. else got a song with all three? They said that's the only rap group that has a song with all three of those people. Well, I don't know if they included Easy E in that uh in that statistic, but they said Bone Thugs and Harmony are the only rap group that have a song with both Biggie and Pac and that were made when they were alive. Like mm. they the only two. So that's why I was like, that's a big ass flex. Like if y'all would y'all could have did like bullshit verses on all of these songs, but those two we deserve to have the whole songs play. You got Big, you got Pac feature, you got the Easy E, you got the Mariah Carey Man, feature. That too. Um like I didn't like all the Bones song selection. Me either. But I also got to think, this was a worldwide group, and y'all mm-hmm. know the streaming numbers, mm-hmm. and y'all know like what the quote-unquote world wants. Right. So maybe they thought, because a lot of people fuck with this on tour in yeah. Europe or whatever, Yeah. it didn't come off like that for right. every song on the, in the verses. Not at all. And then it was like... Uh, I did see uh, DJ Paul had made a post where he said, like, they got cut short maybe, like, four or five songs. Yeah. And I was just curious to know. I'm like, you know, they always put out the playlist. I wish they would have put out a playlist of, like, what those songs were that we get, didn't get to hear. Because I would just fucking assume Whoop that, that first of the month oh. was on there for Bone. Which, But my thing is, it's like, once, because, you know, the DJs, are communicating with y'all like hey y'all got like three songs once you get towards the end and you like this is a big ass fucking song y'all needed to like communicate and be like hey swap this song out this bullshit we gotta do this I'll be honest, no matter I what thought them niggas played more than 20 i wasn't counting but it yeah. seemed like them niggas was going like maybe because it wasn't no intermission yeah other than yeah but it was like um that shit was just wild to me i'm like i just can't even believe that y'all um that y'all didn't play that shit. And um, I was just, again, like I was just hoping that maybe that was one of the songs that had got cut off. But, you know, overall, it still definitely was a very good, um, a very good fucking versus. And the biggest, biggest fucking feature to me is surprise, my favorite fucking part of the night because I was sitting there talking shit and trolling um, the Bone fans or whatever that I know. I'm like, man, uh, Bone ain't gonna have no um they ain't got no chance to win tonight unless they bring out Tasha and they fucking did. Like, I don't know where they found Tasha, but <laughs> I was absolutely, absolutely like I was screaming at the crib. Like they done fucking brought out Tasha. Like, and I know Jay Johnson was like, holy shit, cause we always be joking and and laughing about that shit too. Like, um, dog, this is the best part. Like, come on now, like, we already know. Thuggish, ruggish, bone. Like, that's the very best part of the, um, excuse me, that's the very best tar- part of the song with, um, with my girl Tasha on there. But uh, that was absolutely amazing, man. To see Project Pat come out there and the chat, like, everything was just super fucking dope. Like, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, I definitely enjoyed that versus So, because I, um, because I enjoyed it so much and because I thought so highly of it, I just figured, you know, I'll just touch on that um, a little bit. And uh, again, though, just talking back, you know, to my uh, my other favorite verses, like I was saying, like DMX, like um, losing DMX this year was like crazy. Um, he uh, 
he had a special place in my heart when it comes to like his music and him as an artist and everything like that. And then just watching his documentary that had premiered on um, Thanksgiving, like it was very, very emotional for me to watch. And I know people always be, you know, like, oh, y'all be feeling this way about celebrities. They don't even fucking know y'all or this, this and that. But I know like a lot of people like how people felt when Nipsey died and how people felt when Kobe died. Like that's how I felt when um when DMX had died, man. Like that shit just... uh. That shit hit because it's like um, the reason why like he was just such a big artist to me is just because it's like his story. Like you can just tell that he was a truly, truly like good person for real. And it's just the fact that like through all his shit that he was going through and fighting through and everything like that, like his just he just never wavered from that. Like he still was a solid dude, solid person. But he just had a lot of like things that he went through that. uh affected him but still like him overall like just being a good person like that shit just never fucking changed and i just i loved him you know well somebody just walked in the building <laughs> what's going on it's rough out there pardon me yeah it's cool it's cool so yeah my bestie my best friend um juneteenth is in the building uh i was giving a shout out earlier talking about like how um how my guys like have just helped me got get through this year and definitely like June has uh absolutely like paid played a big part in that and like helped me get through a lot of shit. Like I be talking his ear off like every fucking day, like just sending him text messages and voice memos that's like fifteen minutes long and just like talking <laughs> and shit. Yo, I look I do these <laughs> voice memos a lot. I think that's a underappreciated iMessage thing. It is. It's it is. Very under underappreciated. It absolutely know. is. Especially with AirPods. Yes. Okay. They'll read them to you and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you gotta turn it on, but they announce them. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. See, now look at me. Too much something. to text, but not quite worth a phone call. Right. This up. Yeah, right. that's how it be. Yeah. That's exactly how it be. Like it'd be a lot of shit that I'd be like, damn, I need to like Talk about this, but it's a lot. So let me just go ahead and say it. Hey, you know the worst shit in the world. You doing a little? He doing a long voice note, and mm-hmm. you, your thumb move. <laughs> no, the and then worst it's gone. Shit, like. The worst shit, which I have done, and I was about to re-record it, and I just got mad, and I was like, "Fuck it!" Like it's just not meant for him to know this shit. I was in the middle of like a ten minute fucking voice note that I was about to send to June one day, and my fucking phone rung. Mm. And when your phone ring, it just stopped the whole voice. No, I'm like, that's that's some bullshit. It can at least like just stop it right there and you still have the voice. No, yeah. that bitch is just gone. And I'm like, all right. And then it's funny because I had picked my phone back up and I was like, yeah. So I was just actually recording this whole 10 minute voice note for you. And then my phone just rung. And then I was like, never mind. Fuck it. And I just deleted it. And I just never sent the voice note because yeah. I was bad as fuck. For them super long ones, you actually got to go into the voice recorder app. And yep. just do that. Oh, I definitely did that. And yeah. I title it. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> you definitely fucking title it. Like, oh my goodness. That is a uh, technology. That is hilarious. But, um, so, uh, I, again, was just, uh, giving everybody a, um, a background of like where I've been with my shit year has been. And, uh, couple things I had wanted to talk about today. You know, everybody does like they kind of year-end podcast. We talk about everything that was like popping and we show love to like all oh, the biggest songs and my favorites and shit like that and blah, blah, blah. So I had wanted to, you know, 
do something a little bit different. And I want to talk about the unsung heroes and shit. And like the motherfuckers who don't, you know, that's not really appreciated and shit. Not necessarily saying like it's a bad thing or anything like that. But I just wanted to like, because that shit is going to come. Like we going to see all the articles talking about like, oh, the greatest songs of this year, this decade and all this other shit. Like now let's talk about like the fucking B-sides and shit that we appreciate. And like, you know, underrated songs and like. Songs that's not even available, like, on streaming platforms and shit like that. And um, also, too, something else that I, uh, when I was at my cousin party that I thought about, um, and I had told y'all that I had kind of wanted to speak on, too, but it just really played in my mind last night. Songs that I wish that we would just come together and just, like, collectively retire. Because, like, Don't say that one song. I already know. Oh, you? Because <laughs> that song ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that okay? song ain't going nowhere. But it is one that I'm just like, I just, I would be perfectly fine if I go to a party and never hear this shit again. So, but before we get there. It's um, getting hot in here. So take all of all. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't need to hear it again. Yeah, no. Ever. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. That is, uh, that, that's probably one of the ones that it's like when you hear in the club, I'm like, you... Why? Why is this would, in your, in your rotation? In twenty twenty one, I would you would probably only hear that in like a a, a white movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? When they go when they do the the obligatory club scene, or the bar <laughs> scene, right? Exactly. When they everybody like dancing all hard and sweating and shit. But yeah, now um, one thing a question that I had wanted to ask y'all about, and because you know they are always talking about like um. Like Fat Joe has said in the verses that I don't know how true this is, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. He said like Bone Thugs was the uh, most selling uh, rap group of all time. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, my question is like, how you know they talk about like Drake be breaking all of these um, records and selling all this shit and like everything else and uh, I think who was it like Cardi? She was the first rapper to do some shit. Asterisk. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, what era did you would you feel like that you would rather be a music artist in? Like, would y'all rather be an artist like currently or like back in like the Yo MTV Raps days, like the Rap City days, like the Source days? Like, where do you feel like if you was an artist that you would rather like be like based upon like what you've lived through and like what you've seen? Like, where would you have rather? Feel your have your career fall into. That's a tough one um, for possible selfish reasons. Okay, I know it's a lot more money right now for sure to be an artist today. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was a lot more money in the back in the day to fund mu- music videos and things yeah. like that. So yeah. you maybe not per se weren't getting all the money mm-hmm. unless you finessed the budget, but like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the reason I said asterisk is because after the streaming era, like, can you imagine if Michael Jackson that was yeah, streaming yeah. for fifty years? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, ask, like that's why I wanted to ask that question. If if somebody went out and bought physically, mm-hmm. went and bought one million copies of my album, yeah, how many times do you think they listen to this CD? So like when you get this, yo, you you sold as many. Yeah, it, it's not an actual sale because you can still buy mm-hmm. an album, or buy a CD. You ain't sold a million, right? Not at all. Not you at got all. streams. Yeah. And the thing about it, so let's just say I got a hundred thousand fans mm-hmm. that's gonna always fuck with me. 
And them 100,000 people just listen to this shit over and over and over again. Right. Versus I got 5 million people that, that fuck with me mm. and all of them listen to my shit twice. Who better? Right. Like it, it is not a it's not a fair comparison when you just look at streaming numbers because it could be a small majority of people, a small percentage of people who just listen to this shit over and over, and now you get credit for beating Diana Ross. Yeah, exactly. Like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? How dare you? No, you're absolutely right. But for me, I would probably say this era because I personally like being somebody who's rap before and things like that. I don't want to be held in a box mm -hmm. and I just appreciate how many artists just do random things. Like one of whatever my favorite artists want, yeah. is Action Bronson and he like, he literally just walking around doing whatever the fuck he want to do. Mm -hmm. Being a chef, writing books. Uh, he just lost like a hundred pounds and then he gained like a whole nother fan base just from mm -hmm. that, just doing extreme workouts and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like that would, I think I would thrive in that because I'm multifaceted. So Yeah. Cause back then it seemed like it was like, you a rapper and like you just a rapper like that's, that's it. just it like you not necessarily like and it's so many different like like you said like they damn near like just like you said they multi multifaceted like they doing every fucking thing like they and it's it's way more opportunities now to like get your hands in like different areas and like the way that uh rap was looked at back then like those opportunities would have never fucking been available what if biggie could have dropped whenever you felt like it I can put a freestyle on the internet whenever I feel like it. Mm -hmm. But then again, them niggas would have got canceled numerous times. Like, could you imagine DMX, like seeing DMX real yeah. life right now? Like if, uh, like flesh in my flesh, blood in my blood, like releasing right now. Mm -hmm. Shit, I didn't think. Uh, when we talking about the the versus battle, um, Bone opened up with no surrender. That's my shit. Yeah. I did not think Wish was going to do that, that verse. Mm -hmm. He was talking about killing the police. He was <laughs> like, nigga, I'm, he said, uh, I'm coming to, after he killed the police, I'm coming to the funeral to shoot that bitch up. I know that's where you bitches <laughs> is bound to meet up. Um, cop killer. Then, then, he, then he said, pop, 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 pop. Like he yeah. went for eight bars mimicking pop, sounds pop, yeah. of killing the police. I'm like, nah, he's not going to do that because yeah. this is a different time. Mm. But fucking little bumper. But he has big black force energy. <laughs> big black force energy. I took I felt it like when I first turned that shit on, I was like, this shit giving me source of war energy like a motherfucker. Like it just felt like it was I it just felt like it felt dangerous in there. Like I think that was earlier this year, actually. I had posted that shit on Facebook. I was uh I think it was actually when I was laying in bed, like on medical leave, bored trying to find some shit to um to watch on TV, I was just like, I wonder if the 95 Source Awards is on YouTube. Oh, absolutely. And they is. And I was like, I ended up watching that shit. And I'm like, nigga, from the jump, this shit looked like some shit that I would have been sitting in my chair five minutes like, okay. Did somebody shoot a gun on stage? Sticky fingers. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> this nigga wild. I'm dog. talking about let that bitch off. Like, when you watch it, it's surreal because it's like... For me, I wasn't old enough back then. I had watched it, but you didn't yeah. hear about it. But then when you see it, it's like, what the fuck was going through his mind? Like, <laughs> I, he tell the story, but I'm like, that still don't like add up yeah. to like, I'm finna let this motherfucker. He shot like six shots. <laughs> that shit was up. They, they play that shit on UPN. <laughs> but yeah, because they say it like at the UPN, bottom. UPN, you pick a nigga. Yeah, I was just about to say that. You pick a nigga. Yeah, that was one nigga. of the, <laughs> that was like one of the blackest fucking networks back in the day. But, but that nigga ended up being Blade, <laughs> a movie star. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that shit translated to that, but he made it work. Hey, look. That nigga's sticky fingers was rapper. crazy. Sticky fingers is fucking crazy.
But yeah, the fucking verses, like the whole just energy when I turned that shit on, I was like, something is. I don't want to like put nothing into the universe, but just it just feel like something gonna happen tonight. Like them niggas gonna they gonna the argument gonna go too far, or a nigga might like they gonna come, you know, like fist the cuffs. Something is just it, <laughs> like something they go. Them niggas gonna tussle like something, you know. But and it was just like I literally I had my phone in my hand and I was. Typing out the tweet like Bone Thugs look like they got on some Black Air Force Ones, and I hit sin. And the second I hit sin, I looked up. Juicy J was like, "Suck my dick." I'm like, "I just fucking caught it." Like I knew some shit was about to happen. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> Clear. I'm not condoning. Yeah. Any of that shit that's going on, but you can't invite a man to your private dog. Yeah, no. You got to be ready to fight, fuck, mm-hmm. or kill. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, however you get down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you invite that man to your privates, <laughs> that's the grownest shit I ever seen in my life. Them two niggas had a for real fight, shook, hung out with each other, man. Yeah, like we about to all go smoke in the back, right? Like I love Busy Bone, man. man busy Bone gonna be Busy Bone. Like if you know his <laughs> whole life story and just he had a wild ride. I just put. It I think he was kidnapped as a kid. Mm. That's fucking insane. And was on America, I mean, what you call that shit? Uh, um, with John Walsh. God damn! I know America's mean. most wanted, cause cause they they was looking for like he was like yo help us find the mm-hmm. kid, like it was a thing. Mm-hmm. That shit just and it, it was always yeah, America's it most was, wanted. It's kind of weird to me because he just one of them people who made a complete one eighty from the you know how people go when they change their life find Christ and all that yeah but he was going so hard on. On three six mile, we finna fuck you, devil worshiping motherfucker. Like, man, what? And this energy is is it's gonna translate. And yeah. show the fuck did it definitely fucking did. Like that shit was uh that shit was fucking wild. But real quick, who the best rapper in uh Bone Thugs Army? Wish. Because you he can you can understand the most yeah. of his lyrics. <laughs> For sure. I, I, he ended up having the most memorable verses that I can actually recite because he wasn't doing the The triple flow. Yeah. But crazy. I love I just I love I miss that era of them random crazy bone features. And he's like, oh, that's good to see crazy bone. Yeah. Busy bone didn't get it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, in real life, it like crazy was like the the forefront leader, crazy. so to speak. Crazy. <laughs> so I just found out her name was Satasha. Yeah, Shatasha. Yeah. No, what a S. Yeah, Shatasha. Oh, I thought it was Satasha. Shatasha? It's Satasha. Satasha. Tasha. Tasha, right. Tasha. I wonder, I need her booking info. But yeah, that was a uh, that was probably my favorite uh, surprise of the night. That was my favorite verses of all time. Yeah, I definitely like um, hands, said that. hands the fuck down. It was, not, it was good. Not just because of uh, the amount of celebrities that were up, also um, other rappers who came out, but just like the whole event in itself. Because um, I wasn't even gonna watch it. I was talking to my cousin, and he was basically like naming off songs. He was naming off songs, and we still left so many fucking songs off in three yeah. years. Of my yeah. But it was really fucking good though. But outside of uh Crossroads being a song that needs to be retired. Never. So anyway, um <laughs> the song that uh the first song that comes to mind that I want us to retire, and it's not even the one, Jason, that you that you thinking of. It's um I don't ever want to hear swag surf in the club again. 
Like I just to me like What about a sporting event? No. My homegirl just got married. It was swag surfing at the reception. No. I don't want to fucking hear swag surfing like ever again. Like it just Now the whites have taken it. But quick question, whose song is that? FLY. What have they done since? Nothing. Do you think they rich off that song? Probably. I don't. As rich as they can be. Whoever owned the they, streaming rights. <laughs> Great. Yeah, because they probably... I'm that's just sure streaming forever. Them. Yeah, that's one of them songs that's gone... Swag Surfing is like that era's back that ass up. Did y'all see that last week? Matter of fact? It was some all-white college. The entire stadium was in that Just doing class. that shit, yeah. I'm like, listen. The whites are at it again. <laughs> But they had that bitch rocking. I was like, yo, we ain't never. <laughs> I didn't want them to do it. But <laughs> The Shroots. That's how I'm going to reverse The White Shroots. The Shroots. It's only certified gold. So That's it? So far. But when these whites, they're uh, 13 years late, so they might catch on. I can't fucking believe that that shit is only certified gold. But yeah, like, I just, I don't want to go to an event. Like, don't do that shit at my wedding. Don't uh like it's just I got a whole little you know like list like whenever I get married like hey we not we ain't doing this like I don't want to go to no if I throw a party I'm gonna tell the DJ like no swag surf like I'm not trying to hug niggas and be rocking side to side like I'm just over that shit now. Now, is it because when you kind of stand like shoulder to shoulder? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Chase. I know what you about to say. Because I mean there is kind of a. It's kind of a height requirement when you doing this swag. I mean, oh man! Because <laughs> it may not, it may not be. You know, you have a different experience with the song. I do. So you know, maybe I do. You don't know how good it is. I literally, I don't know who the fuck out was. I talking to you? I don't know. I feel like June is like the only person I really talked to on the phone for real. But I remember I was talking about that shit not too long ago about like how I don't like crowds. And shit because yeah, that like me. I yeah hate i fucking hate crowds like i hate like i was telling um telling somebody about like when tiana taylor went in concert i was like everybody know like i love tiana taylor to death like that's my baby but i could not go to that last show because i fucking hate concerts at the fillmore i don't like concerts at the fillmore and i don't like concerts at uh, st andrews because there is general admission and you standing and um, niggas is taller than me. Like that, that, that air up above me be like. So you very know, the limited. first time I actually thought about that, like no joke. Somebody had a TikTok or one of them videos that went around. They was like, they was going around a store, and it was like, you mean to tell me y'all can't see? I like, seen that other video. Stuff? Yeah, and I was, it, it literally never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that like this is the view for everybody. Yeah, you can see on top of this, and like I should do a TikTok like that to show y'all my view. You absolutely should. This is a I should. Dude. He, I think he like six, eight, six, nine. And he, and he did it, and then you could see like over, like he saw the whole fucking store from his view. I was like, "This is insane!" Like, no, I don't see no shit like that. Like, that's, I seen it. I, that's the first time I ever like thought about that shit. Like, yo, we mm-hmm. we literally see the world differently. Yeah, like I literally have. Um, <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> I've been in like clubs like back in the day when I was like younger and. It was like a crowded ass club too, and it was a whole bunch. And then like my homegirl that I was with at the time, she like, yeah, let's go, you know, like walk around and like see what's going on, see what we can see. I'm like, okay, cool. We get down into the crowd a little bit. I'm like, okay, you know, like I'm trying to breathe and shit because I'm like, 
shit a little different and she's straight because she like much taller than me but like it's all these fucking bodies that are like over my head and niggas is close and I'm like the air y'all breathing up there because all of that shit is free ain't the same air I'm breathing down here like I'm breathing like y'all fucking bodies and I'm trying to get like the slither of fucking air in between y'all and I'm like hey let's go back to where the fuck we was at and she, not for nothing I can't do it. Like, I was about to fucking pass out. I'm like, no, that I can't like breathe. That like some Travis Scott shit. It kind of. Yes. Because, so, like, you, when it's so close and you can't really get you to can, the air. Yeah. That's how it was. And I actually thought about that shit because I think that might have been what we was talking about at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I cannot imagine, like, me being so short. Like, nigga, like, I already know if I was going to some shit like that. Like, I am playing with my fucking life because I've been in just, like, a regular club bar in a crowd like that and it's like nigga I am like it literally I never forget that night I'm like I told her after it happened she was like you okay like my face was red as fuck I was like I swear to god it felt like somebody had their fucking hands both hands choking me walking me around the fucking club I was like nigga I could not fucking breathe and I felt myself like it was a point a time to where I grabbed her arm I was like guide me the fuck out of this crowd because I'm I'm shaking like I can't fucking breathe so I just can't even imagine being in that shit at that Travis Scott fest for the amount of time that y'all was it man I would have been dead like I no I can't fuck with it but mm-mm but that's not the reason why I wanted to retire. I just don't like I'm fucking tired <laughs> of that song. Like, is there any song out there that y'all like when y'all hear y'all just be like, I'm just over that shit? <sighs> I really don't have none. I think for me personally, like I never listen to the radio. I never um I don't know. I'm just I just in my own world when it comes to music. If somebody's like playing music, like say in a gym or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm usually got my headphones in. So I never really hear other people's music. So I'm the type of guy, like, if I go to a department store and I hear, like, a Taylor Swift song or something like that, I'm like, I kind of like this song because I never heard it. You don't hear it. You don't hear it that often. I done shazammed some shit when I be out in different stores and found me some some fire shit. Let me see. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Can we bring back the TV in foot action? That used to play music all day. Yeah, like I remember the walking the TV. They used to play like music videos in the shoe stores. That man, that was an oh, era. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know it was because it was artists that I like personally. Yeah, but like I just remember walking in the store and hearing "I'm Good" by the Clips, and I'm like, I, just, mm-hmm. I love being in the mall. That's back in the day, though. I don't know if y'all familiar with the artist Yuna. Yeah, I found her. Her the, Strawberry Letter version. Her Strawberry Letter 23 or whatever. Yeah, I have heard that. That shit was in a commercial. It was like a couple years ago. I think it was like in a, I want to say it was an H&M commercial. But I remember because it was like, it caught my my attention because I really wasn't like looking at the TV and I heard it in the background. I was like, I know them lyrics. The fuck is that? I'm quick to uh, listen to a song off TikTok too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I like heard it again and I'm like, it made me pay attention. I want you back by Yuna. Uh, this is a fucking fire record. I, mm-hmm. I I found that shit like I forget which store I was in. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I, yo, I be shazamming shit all the time. Yeah, she had a. Uh, it was a. It was playing in the background of a commercial, and I went and I fucking Excellent like song. Google whatever. I mean YouTube whatever. Like the ad was, and I went and I looked it up, and I was like, oh. That's fucking uh, a remake of Brothers Johnson. Like that's why I like it. I was like, and usually I don't really. 
it's, it's I'm I be impartial to like when people do covers and shit because sometimes they're like you ain't really have to do that, but especially when that shit was like it's way different than the original. But I was like I actually like her take on this shit, so I really like I fucked with it. But I love covers though. Like I'm, I'm the guy I YouTube a cover in a second. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a song that I like that I feel wasn't sung quite to my liking, mm-hmm. I look online and see if anybody covered it. That's just like I told you. I think that was like a month ago. I had seen on fucking Instagram where somebody posted, and I was like, I I'm so mad that I'm so late to this shit. Fucking CeeLo Green cover oh. to uh to Redbone by Childish Gambino. I was like, now the YouTube um version is cool but the clip that the dude it was a rapper i can't remember who the fuck it was that posted it he posted CeeLo singing it in concert so it was like a whole different like you know sound to it that live version i was like oh my i watched that goddamn clip so many times i'm like CeeLo, i need this live CeeLo need his flowers man he do i love CeeLo. it went downhill from around the me too shit and that's why yeah because like CeeLo was Mm-hmm. Of, he's still one of my favorite man. Yeah, but like uh, he did the song from um, uh, the color purple, but he cut oh, brother. He switched to brother. You've been on my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh brother, you change over time. Oh. My favorite person, but I guess CeeLo ever did was when they had that Patty LaBelle tribute. Oh. When he came on stage, bodied it. Like CeeLo like, gonna smoke the tribute. Oh my. Oh. He gonna smoke a trooper. You know how we always talk about like favorite uh voices in music. Like CeeLo mm-hmm. is like definitely one of my favorite voices. Yo, for sure. the weekend Dirty Diana cover. I kinda like it. I, kinda I gotta like hear it. it. Yo, listen. I kinda like it. When um Miguel was just walking around art exhibits covering random songs. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking yes. Absolutely. But another cover. It's so it, I got a few of them. It's um John Legend covering uh You're My Angel, Anita Baker. I'll probably like that much better because I'm not a you know. We ain't, ain't finna do that. <laughs> oh, oh, please um, no. Oh no, we not. Nope. Uh, so I kinda got this. I got I got two things that I always talk about. Number one, how everything is racist. And number <laughs> two, how crack cocaine changed the foundation of America. Anita Baker's career was founded by crack cocaine money. 100%. Hmm. Denzel Washington's career was founded by Harry O when he moved from the West Coast to New York to put on plays. It was a play yep. called Chessmates, and that's how he got his start. Uh, free, also started. The real Free Ricky funded Anita Baker. Damn. Mm-hmm. Is that Whatever album that was, that he funded that shit. That's wild. Got a little crack. I mean, got a little crack. <laughs> I mean, they know we love crack. You got Snowfall. You got um, anything Fifty Cent touches got crack in it. So, oh, you know that. That is sprinkle a, a little bit of crack in it. <laughs> Put on at eight o'clock. Niggas will watch it. <laughs> Put a. Uh, I'm niggas. Little Stone Burger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that's something else I didn't touch y'all. Niggas be talking about that. Uh, I don't be watching current shit. Oh. I made a change this year, y'all. Like, we can get at some applause, Jason. Yeah, like, I'm proud of myself. I actually, uh, 
I watched some new shit. I was watching BMF every fucking week. Mm. I um, <laughs> no, yeah, cause you know the fucking app was fucking up. But uh, I watched BMF every fucking week. I was very, very satisfied with it. And uh, insecure. Oh shit! Today, um, today Sunday. Yeah, um, insecure. Um, somebody told me to watch Insecure. They suggested that I watch it. Shut up. <laughs> so listen, man, if you somebody wa- if you watched Insecure and if you watched um BMF BMF, you should listen to this one podcast that talks about <laughs> yeah. I think it's called yeah. like This Week in Culture. Yeah, which you, it's like it's this one guy that I like on there and then it's this other nigga that I just, you know, <laughs> I don't really I ain't too fond of that one nigga. Uh, you know the one nigga that's you know not the one that's here right now, but the other nigga, you know. But, but look, man, they do really good breakdowns of both of those shows. Yeah, yeah, I Absolutely see. Absolutely, one of my favorite podcasts. Please check them. I mean, it's all right saying all this shit, <laughs> but yeah, like I uh, someone has suggested that uh, I check out Insecure, and they was like, I think you will like it. They was like super fucking confident on it too, and I was like, all right. It was like just I bet you after the first episode you're gonna like it. Started it, and I like binge that shit in like two weeks and like i got caught up i was like damn like now i'm ready for the next damn um you know the next episode like it was really good it was a couple times though (laughs) i had to stop watching that shit i was like this shit is getting a little too relatable Mm. like uh shit was hitting a little too fucking close to home with some of the situations that happened on the show some of the things that were said, it was it was a it was a quite triggering at times. But I was like, like I literally, it was this one situation that happened. I literally like paused the TV and I had to get up and walk around. I'm like, hold on, I need me a fucking intermission. Even though the show only like fucking twenty minutes, but like barely that. Right, I'm like, let me get me a. I need I need a little break because this shit is too fucking real right now. But because I was, I'm in a better mental space. I was like, I can. I can watch it now. Like, I don't feel like I need to, you know, get Eastside. So, you know. But, yeah, it's a very, very fucking good show. And <laughs> I'm just so proud of myself that I'm actually keeping up with some new shit. Because when I tell you I will watch my wife and kids, Martin, in the office. Like, you can watch some new old shit. All day. Oh. Uh, Carby with Enthusiasm. We you on, told me we on, They on season 11. Listen, but, like, it wasn't, like, 11 years in a row. Like, niggas stopped from, like, eight. Anything came on HBO. four years later. Oh, really? Did nine, ten, and mm. then it's been like three years. Anything on HBO. Yeah. The Curb Your Enthusiasm, that got to be one of the funniest shits ever, dog. It's like beautiful, dry humor, dog. I was going to say, is it like office humor? Well, I think you had said that in the group chat. Like, if you like the office, you would like that. And then also, too, I wanted to check out finally, uh, what is it, Seinfeld? Yeah. The sound? Oh, yeah. Seinfeld that somebody been, said? I've been watching that since the beginning. I'm on season five. Um mm. Well, I mean, Larry David, Kirby Enthusiasm, was a creator of Seinfeld. So, oh, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. them two. But, like, yeah, I'm on season five. I done watched every episode through season five, almost on season six. And now, like, I get it. <laughs> but this is the thing. It's it's a lot of times it's the stigma behind certain things or it's just a lot of times black people can be very anti-white just because something is white. It's not good. Yeah. It's That's not a fact. Man, fuck that. That's a great show. Friends is actually a good show. I always hear friends. I've always heard that Friends is a um, is a uh, good show. I just have never. Uh, is white living in. single? 
Absolutely. I say that all the time. My But favorite, legitimately, for real, though. My yeah, because wasn't it like... Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. yeah. My favorite white show of all time, Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. That's true. Facts. That's like... That's, Boy Meets World is... Even though we have a newer updated version of the Wonder Years, which I love. Mm -hmm. um, Boy Meets World was like the Wonder Years for like that next generation. Yeah. And it's amazing when you go back and watch it and you like, I really watched this man grow, grow up. up from a yeah. middle school. Corey Matthews. Yeah. Like yeah. we was all, well, I know I related to Corey Matthews. <laughs> yeah. I watched, uh, that's not my favorite uh, white show though of all time. What's your favorite white show? I feel like y'all going to judge me. No. Judge Full House. I mean, who didn't love Full House? Like I like I'm mad that they literally like just finally took it off fucking Hulu uh recently. Have you been watching the Netflix Fuller Houses? I started watching it and then I stopped. But then when I kept binging uh Full House, um, I was like looking up different shit. Cause it was like this random ass article that said that came up. It was like it was a wild ass, like kind of a dark theory regarding Full House. They was like, what if we really think that uh that Joey is really the uh, the dad of them kids because they like think about it like why he has no relation to them and he just volunteered to like move in and like just drop his whole life move in take care of the daughters. But he was the uncle. No, he's not related to them at all. Jesse was the uncle. Oh yeah. Joey has no relation. He's just a friend. They was like this nigga just dropped his life. They was like, did you look at the girls? The mama when they show her in clips, she has blonde hair. Joey has blonde hair. All the girls got blonde hair, and they was like, they think that <laughs> Joey is really the father. And him and Danny came up with some type of agreement to allow him to stay in the house because he never like never strayed away from the girls like ever at all and it was like it just don't make sense and shit like I'll cut it out <laughs> <laughs> and he from here is he hell yeah wasn't that david coulier or some shit like that like because if you notice like when i went back and watched all the episodes like he always had on like detroit wear wings gear like some detroit mm. shit even like in his room when it was in the basement like he had just different detroit shit but yeah he's from um He's definitely from here, but that's my uh, that's my favorite white show of all time. After that, it's The Hills, so I know y'all ain't. The Hills? From MTV. It's a girl show. Oh, oh I don't know what that is. The Hills, yeah. Huh. Like, it was a spinoff of, what was that? Wait, Laguna Beach. Does Degrassi oh, yeah. classify as a white That definitely is a white show. It's Canadian. Yeah, I was, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure that show would even exist in real life. Degrassi? Yeah. Uh, no. What? Listen, what you mean? It came on Noggin. It was yeah. channel 131 on Comcast. My sister used to come over on the weekends because we had the we had the channel. They didn't. She would come over on the weekends and take my TV, and my grandmother would tell me let her watch the TV. And I think it's the Mandela effect, it. man. They told they told everybody it existed, and now it exists. No, I remember always like they used to that show used to be like everywhere when it was like regularly on TV. They used to talk about it all the time, and I used to always see it. I'm like, I just I never tuned in to watch it though it's because a I'm like, channel this is now. But that shit It's is, a channel That's so well, You know they got an everything channel Like you know When you buy these TVs That little Whatever the free TV That comes with the TV Yeah I know what you're talking about Cause I just told Cinco I'm like they got a fucking Ryan's World channel They got like There's a wild Usually when I Matter of fact I'm pretty sure If I turn the TV on It's on a wild and out channel uh, mm. Only thing they do is play Wild and Out. They got a Deal or No Deal oh, channel. They got, a, they got a Wild and Out. Channel? Yeah. Now oh. Dame Dash Studio is actually on there. I need to look at there. the Wild and Out. <laughs> Talking oh. shit. We ain't going there tonight. We not. I want to watch. I need to, what? T, what kind of TV is that? They got a Wild and Out channel. I need to look that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I need to look that up. But uh, yeah. 
But um, yeah. But y'all said y'all really ain't got no songs that y'all would uh retire for real. Now um, me and uh, Juneteenth, we always talk about um like B sides and shit. And I remember a few years ago when I had went to um, WrestleMania in New York, came home, what was that, like on a fucking Monday? And I think like the next day, fucking Jay-Z had announced that he was doing a B-Sides concert in New York. I was so pissed. I'm like, nigga, if we had been here just like a week later to like to stay, I would have like took that whatever and be like, let's pay the extra money to stay another day. Like, I want to fucking see this. Like... What are some like B sides or like some art like what's either like some artists who B sides concert that like y'all would go to or like what is just like y'all favorite like just B sides like in general like for me like people always like for the most part my favorite songs by artists are B sides like they not the really big songs like my favorite Rick Ross song is White House um off of Port of Miami like I fucking love that song like to death and then like with um you know just whoever like what's some of y'all be um one of my favorite Nas songs is Mastermind <laughs> off of um Godson mm-hmm. um I think in like track number 10 like I just love that fucking song like mm-hmm. it's not even um it was never a single or nothing like that it's yeah. like no one ever mentions it really but like mm-hmm mastermind like i can't listen to that shit just one time like yeah it's a fucking great fucking song man like i mastermind um it's a bunch of lupe shit that i like that I wasn't a like, single i feel like lupe is a b-side artist, artist yeah. yeah but it's in that same vein as far as nas i think the greatest b-side record to me just personally because it's off one of my favorite albums is we major Kanye West. That's a B side. I don't B-side. know if that's a B side. That's a B side. Cause like that was a. You sure? It, it's so popular that you think it was a single. It was not a single whatsoever. And it just because it got Nas on it too. I mean, I love this phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I never thought of about it. That and Gone featuring Cameron, but I'm biased. Yeah, so. I mean that's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Got a damn. new bitch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> damn! Remajor is a B side. That's crazy. It definitely is a B-side, though. But, like, for me, like, um, it's funny because June made me uh, realize something about myself not too long ago. We was talking about, like, our favorite rappers and shit. He's like, your favorite rapper is not Jay-Z. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's Rick Ross, which it I 100% think, is. I think it is, but... Like I, I have to listen to some type of Rick Ross every day, but like I, 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 I damn near do too. Like I have honest. to. Like you, he has something for like every fucking thing. Like if you just chilling, well, like okay. If it's not every day, it's whenever I'm listening to music and I'm not listening to something specifically. Right. I say, hey Siri, play songs by Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. I'm walking a dog. I'm like, play songs by Rick Ross. Yeah. Like it. It's like he has something for like everything. Like if I'm just chilling, like okay, cool. I'm gonna throw on like Maybach music three or some shit like that. And if it's like okay, if I'm trying to get hype, like I said, like White House, like White House is my favorite fucking song. Like and people don't really be giving Port of Miami the credit, but like that was a good fucking album. I don't care. I will stand on that. And Teflon Don, like just all of his just albums. And then what was the one? Complete uh, album. Huh? Complete album for one sure. Of the most complete albums. You can Perfect. like literally Ten like. Songs. Part like 
Teflon Don from like top to bottom, like it's literally like it's a couple songs that you like, yeah, but it ain't necessarily like no hard skips on that fucking with, album. With the Diddy verse on. And listen, <laughs> that's, that's a fire ass. Uh, I like that feature on that. What was that called? Is that number one? That, yeah, that's mm -hmm. him and well, uh, Trey, Trey songs, songs on it too. Yeah, the, the fact that he weathered a song with uh, a Diddy verse and Trey songs on it is amazing to me because I don't really like. Music. I know this. I don't know if this is a B side. It's a B side, but because of the featuring artist, you may think it's not a B side. Mm -hmm. But Kendrick Lamar Triple X is mm. featuring you too. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of like when the beat change and it go to like a different song. Mm -hmm. I I I cannot listen to that shit one time. I love that fucking song. He be talking about essentially because he's so quote unquote good and spiritual and everything. One of his homies whose son got murdered called him like, "Yo, pray for me," and he was like. No, my nigga, you gotta go kill a nigga. <laughs> like, like I love that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. It's can be life a B side. I feel like it is. I don't know, man. That's a that's a major some, some staple songs, song. It, it's a lot of them like that, though. It's a lot of songs that never. It can't was be a life. Song. It was a video for that. It can't be a B side. Is it? Is it? It was a video for that. I feel like it wasn't. No. I feel like they was in a church or some shit. I don't remember that. Um. That's one of uh another highlighted of my year. Like, y'all know I fucking love concerts and this COVID shit and not mm. being able to go to concerts, man, was taking a toll on me. And the first fucking concert I went to once we uh once I was able to, nigga, fucking Labor Day weekend, me and my best friend Ariana, I had to, like, I had to just say, fuck it, I gotta go to this concert. It was um it was uh fucking a Jeezy concert, State Property, and Scarface. And nigga, I finally got to see what we do perform live. They did 1900 Hustler. Like, it was, that was a great fucking moment for me this year. And of course, like going to the No Limit um, tour again. Shout out to Fiend. Like, I made a very good, like, friendship this year like i fuck with fiend like he cool like my first did. favorite rapper exactly like it was like that was a dope ass fucking experience i uh again like i said like i done been through a lot this year i had some highs some lows like people don't really know but like um fiend uh we was talking and when he came into town he like uh yo i need to do a pop-up shop you know anywhere to go and i was like i sure do you know couple text messages exchanged and he had his pop-up shop at um 313 store and that shit was really dope like it was a nice ass turnout and then uh i had it's funny because i was like that was a fairly busy weekend um for me so i i had no plans on actually attending the concert which i was completely satisfied with because the no limit tour the last time was the very last concert i went to before this bitch got shut down so i was like i had that experience and um i was okay with not being able to go and then he hit me up like Hey, uh, what's your first and last name? I got some tickets for you. I'm like, oh shit. Me and my homeboy, last minute I text that nigga, like, hey, you free me, me downtown. Like, I got tickets to this concert. And we went and that shit was lit, especially because nobody knew that um that Mac was gonna be there. That was the first concert that he was cleared to appear at. Out of prison? Yes. yes. He was there in that, Detroit. Yes. That was the first concert on the tour that he was um that he was approved Whoa. for. <laughs> murder, murder. That shit was uh that shit was lit. Like, yeah. But um but as far as uh B sides talking about um that whole little group is uh Dynasty intro, do that count? 
No, it's Why? literally on. It ain't. Why if that I was don't? if it was a cassette, the Dynasty intro is on the A side. Well, point. yeah, that's the first song of the album. A B side used to be because like when cassettes was popping in, you put all your good this shit on the, the first a, yeah. one because either A, you're not gonna make it all the way through, and then mm-hmm. the B side, you yeah, kind of like, just whatever. So then. What was the first cassette you bought if you bought a cassette? Warren G. Uh, Regulate uh, single. I have no idea. And it's funny because I was actually going to ask y'all something similar to that. Like, what's the last physical CD that you purchased? The last physical CD that I can actually remember purchasing was at a gas station. Uh, <laughs> it was from Billy Nix. Rest in peace because he passed away this year. Mm. Uh, but I bought a CD from him and that shit didn't have no... It had nothing on it. That motherfucker literally would like he was handwritten. Wow. Billy Nicks and blah blah blah. And I just bought it because at the time I was doing music. So anybody who approached me like buy a CD, I would buy it. Mm-hmm. Man, I popped that shit in. This motherfucker is incredible, dog. Damn. You know he was in the uh, he worked with. I think they called themselves the D Elite. He was rapping with Royce and all them. Like I Royce remember hearing Cha Cha yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, nigga was fucking incredible, dog. It was mm. like literally, I'm like. Who knew that this was coming from this from this package? Yeah. He was just at the gas station. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it. Boom. The last uh, physical CD, and it's funny because I had to like, uh, I thought I had knew my answer, but I think the last physical CD that I purchased was um, was Watch the Throne because I remember that was like right when we was starting to get like, you know, transition into like getting music on our phones and shit like that. Because I remember I downloaded it. I actually paid for it on iTunes on my phone. And then I went to the actual store to actually buy the physical copy of the CD because I was just so amazed with like how the packaging and shit looked like with that gold and everything. I remember buying that. But even though this technically I feel like don't really count when Port of Miami 2 came out. Um, it was like if you pre-ordered it or some shit, like he sent a copy of the actual physical CD. So to me, I don't feel like that don't really count. But technically, you know, it does at the same time. So I have like the Port of Miami 2 um, actual physical copy still in the plastic. I never opened it. I kind of got a three-part answer to that. But um, my dad, this is so random. My dad like, it's not like he didn't buy me things, but just randomly one day he called me and it was a Tuesday. And this is when um, Blueprint 3 came out. And he mm. was like, you want the new Jay-Z album? I'm like, uh, sure. He never bought me music CDs, nothing like that. And I came home and it was sitting on my bed and I played that so much. But the last, I would say, album I bought around the time it was released was um Frank Ocean Channel Orange. Mm. But the actual last CD that I bought was Jodeci Diary Diary of a Mad Band. Mm, that's great. I, I actually gotta it. change my answer. It was 2007. I bought Lupe Fiasco the Cool. I bought that's that a long ass time. I bought that CD and it came with a DVD mm. and inside which is wild because he got that CD came with a DVD, the DVD anyway, came with a DVD and it broke down the game, mm. right? And it had Kadeem Hardison as the cool. It had um some lady as the streets and it had um 
the Green Mile as the game. Mm-hmm. So like all the whole but I think that's the last CD I can physically remember buying. And that was mm-hmm. what, two thousand seven. And so I just wanna make sure that I'm right. Uh, um Blueprint three came out before Watch the Throne, right? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I like I remember though when I bought um Blueprint three, I remember being so fucking excited because I remember that uh that DOA song was like every fucking word. And then also too, I kept hearing um clips of that what we talking about shit. Yes. And then like cause that shit was like really, really pop just like the clips, cause it was like I feel like I never had heard the whole song. I think it was just like that one part where he kept saying like Dame made millions even jazz made some scratch that part like I was like damn I gotta see what the fuck this album is about like that, that shit was a made Joe me button this really Joe button this um during that time I don't know what the album would have been but this is around the time where like um I was heavy into leaked material like mm-hmm. I, I I couldn't wait I wanted to listen to it and um my copy of the blueprint three didn't have that on it and then when it came out that was on it and like right before it was released i want to say like a week before it was released i can't remember exactly what joe button said but he said something and then uh jay-z responded he said um something about superman fell in love and superman died he was talking about jay-z he was like well when he got he he jay-z fell in love and superman died mm. well and then what was that shit uh too that i thought was gonna be on there that uh that Brooklyn We Go Hard shit. Was that ever even on the album? That was on um, the Notorious soundtrack, wasn't it? It was on something. The Brooklyn We Go Hard. Yeah. We Go Hard. On Santi Gold. Because it was like, I think it was around the time that Blueprint 3 had came out, though. Yeah, I want to say that was on the Notorious soundtrack, because I remember that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just remember hearing, like, those uh, those clips of that, um, that, that what we talking about shit. And I was like, oh, I got to buy this. And then I remember popping that bitch in. And that's, like, the first. I'm going to listen to that shit in, when I get in the car. But, like, that's the first song. And just listening to that shit, I'm like, damn. I don't really be feeling like I know people like to talk about Blueprint 1 and 2. But, like, people don't really talk about Blueprint 3. And that was a really good fucking album. I got it over. I think J. Cole had the best verse on the album. That's fair to say. Yeah. He murdered that shit, dog. He did. And I think that's where the majority of his fan base, base came, came and stayed mm-hmm. because I ain't, I ain't nothing to slander J. Cole right now, but I do <laughs> like J. Cole as an artist. I will say that, though. Man, Already Home is one of them songs that, like, I can't just play just one time. Like, okay. that's my second favorite Jay-Z song. Like, I play that sh- I love that fucking song. Like, that's in my top three favorite Jay-Z songs you don't know. Already home, and then four, four, four. The song, like that's another song that I can't just play once. There's a there's a pattern there. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Um, they all got like a little soulful singing in the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little soulful Possibly. sample, not necessarily a little soulful singing. moaning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> soulful moaning. If Ironically you enough, Already my home. two favorite jay-z songs are on the same album and it's on what's considered to be his worst album king to come mm-hmm. yeah i know what you I you like the kingdom beach come chair? beach chair in the prelude yeah i like the uh prelude i listened you to got kingdom this come fantasy in your head this morning or it was yesterday morning or this morning because my day is running together because i seen marv post online that the first half of kingdom come is jay-z's best work 
I say that all the time. I and I, my, I went to listen to it. I was like, okay. That's well, a hell of a statement. What I'm missing because what happened? What, cause what's wrong with the first half of the blueprint? Because <laughs> like, yeah. I, I didn't understand it. And I don't, I don't agree. After I listened to it again, I was like, eh. mm-hmm. Man, putting in that prelude to me, to me, I understand this is a controversial opinion. To me, the prelude rivals Dynasty intro. Not in oh. like, not in iconicism, because it's yeah. just ingrained in your head. Yeah. But like technical, just in Jay Z intros, it's a tie to me. I gotta now. I, I'm not, of course, you know, I'm not the and biggest I feel like fan. I'm 50 Cent this as well. You not, you know, I'm not the uh, biggest fan of Kingdom Come, but I will say, like, I remember when I first got that fucking album. I had a couple songs on that album. And I was like. I I fuck with it, but I I noticed that this is the this is the Jay Z album that I have the very least amount of songs that I fuck with on it. But that prelude was something that I listened to a lot. Like I will say that that shit is that shit is solid as fuck. Beats is banging. (laughs) Your hooks did it, it. man. That yeah. That was a uh, that was pretty solid. Like I will say, I fuck with the prelude, but like, it's just I love Hollywood. I I listen to that shit often. To Hollywood be honest, Hollywood is like I put a I put a a, um, a playlist together with Jay and Beyonce songs, like the best Jay and Beyonce songs, because they got a lot of shit. Hollywood. Nope, is nobody shit. talks about um, the Carters and how amazing of an album that motherfucker album is. Perfect. It is. It is legitimately perfect. Oh my god, I listen to that so much. Likewise. So much like, and I just appreciate. I cleaned the house they up made, the they other made, day. That's exactly what it's for. They almost never like. I don't think there's really a song that they are on together that's not good. Like they, they get it like for real. Unless it's like a song like it's it's one. Uh, what the fuck song is that? That I think it's like a DJ Khaled song that they both on together that I didn't mm-hmm. really care for. The one, um, damn, I can't remember the name of that. Song. She was rapping. Yeah, oh. it's it's all right. I like it. It ain't my I'm favorite. Yo, when Beyonce rap, I'm all ears. That's what niggas said about when Mary J. Blige rap. I don't like that shit. The most, listen, I don't know what category this goes in. <laughs> the song, the the random lyric you quote the most is not from anything you probably Top two and not two came from Beyonce. Mine is. In that song. Now you can guess who it is. Mary J. Bodge, I'm about to handle my bitch. All right. How much time I got, Jason? <laughs> I'm fucking hate. But the reason we say Jesus. top two, not two, that shit came Beyonce. from that song. Yeah. I heard you beat a block, but I'm the light to keep the shit. Come on now. Yeah, man. They they got it. They definitely uh, they definitely make fucking magic. The Carters is a fucking great album, man. It is. My Any friends, album, all caps is amazing. Like friends is like, oh yeah, that's a uh, that's like the friendship theme song at this point. Like niggas can't wait to put that as them lyrics as they fucking caption when they talking about their friends. But underrated part of Jay Z's entire career is the back and forth on wax between him and Lil Wayne. Like I miss that. I want them to release albums just so I can hear them take shots at each other back and forth again. Interesting. I went back. I remember when I was revisiting um, American Gangster like a month or so ago, and I was listening to the fucking uh, what is that? Hello Brooklyn two point mm. I actually listened to that <laughs> shit like yesterday, and I, I was like, "Damn, Jay Z, you don't? <laughs> I do not like that song. Why don't you like it? It's obnoxious. I'll say that. Like, I will. My thing is, I'm not gonna say that I it's it's like one of my favorites because it's not like, but 
as the song, like, coming off of that hole, like you said, they back and forth, and then y'all niggas finally do a song together. I expected something completely fucking different. Like, that's not that's not the that representation. Yeah, like, that wasn't... Y'all could have definitely went harder than that, in my opinion. But it was like, eh, all right, cool. It's all right, because... But it... I was super fucking excited and I feel like I showed him more love just because it's like, holy shit, they on a fucking song together. But like when you actually like process it like later on and like how it has aged and when you listen to it today, it's like that shit really wasn't. But that was when um, Wayne, that was the drought four. And that's when like almost every single one of his songs verses sounded exactly the same. And that's what Jay-Z got. On that song right there. Mm. Because that mixtape is great. I don't that's one of them songs I don't know whose idea that was. Uh you had something on your list that I did want to 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 talk about though. You had the um best song not on the streaming, streaming service. Yeah. Or just songs that's not on streaming. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. I got two ways to go with this. On some Detroit shit. Um <laughs> rock bottom, damn near anything rock bottom. The rock bottom, no. Um all that it's not even on YouTube no more. Cause mm. usually you would go, I would go on YouTube and yeah. listen. It's not even on. It ain't even on YouTube no more. I need that shit on streaming services. Yeah. Uh, the other song that it is nowhere to be found unless you go to YouTube, and it's only like two versions of this song on YouTube. I've been listening to the same song. It's Nas Pussy Kills mm. on Godson album. It was an additional disc, and it was three songs that was on the additional disc. None of them three is anywhere except YouTube. It was King of New York, uh, Pussy Kills, and uh, Thug's Mirror. Them three songs. You can't, f- they're not on, you can't buy them from iTunes. They just not, They just don't exist. But mm-hmm. Pussy Kills, whew, that's like classic Nas storytelling bag. Like, Is Nas undoubtedly the greatest storyteller in hip hop? I don't know. I want to. I want to revisit that conversation. Yeah, we can. We can revisit that one. Uh, he's up there. We if he it. if he not one, he's up there for sure. Three top three. Yeah, for sure. One hundred. But we gotta. We gotta revisit. Figure how far, like where he's at on that list. Because, like, technically, I would. I would probably have him number one, right? But like, I got big high, but big ain't here to keep doing it over and over. You know what I'm saying? It's like you really. Mm-hmm. How do he got way more opportunities to do this shit better? You right, you right. I can go two ways with this conversation because um, the first one it fucked me up because when we were talking about this, it's not on Apple Music but it's on Title and that's SOS Band like they whole catalog. It's yeah. not on Apple Music. It's only on Title, mm. and that fucked me up because I would go on YouTube and listen to it, but it's not on um, Apple Music. But for me personally. The majority of Jay Electronica's career is not on there. Like, better in tune with the infinite. I got them joints. I had to download them to my computer and then add them to my phone and shit. That's how I am with the yellow album, Dom Kennedy. It's on 100%. There. Yeah, for sure. It's my f- <laughs> <laughs> 2012. For sure. That shit did not stop playing. And and it's for been in rotation for 10 sure. years. Absolutely. Yeah, but for, for me, like, I feel like I'm old as fuck. But, like, you had said with, like, SOS band, like, it's a lot of like older music that they just like be fucking removing out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it's crazy because you were like literally, it'll be in your damn library one day and then you click that shit and it's just like, it's not available no more. It's like, 
oh, okay. But like you said, SOS band. Uh, is this Alex? Um, no pigeons. That's well, not on. Well, what I'm saying is like they the they the album was called Street Cinema. Outside of No Pigeons, the niggas was incredible rappers and they told the best stories. Their whole entire album was like them going to the movies and I'm talking about from uh spot like right under the water robbing the mob. I'm talking about like it's amazing. Like I, I almost hate that they blew up off no pigeons because that's, that's so much better shit. It's not what they be on. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not not to saying that they not be on that shit, but if you look at listen to the, the Sporty Thieves uh Street Cinema, that's a fucking amazing album, though. I've been I've been listening to this shit since high school. It's been yeah. twenty two years. I never even bothered listening to them. Like yeah. a, like a full Outside body of, of work. Man, they only got that one album because one of the uh main persons in the in the group died. Got hit by a fucking truck. Trying to save God, somebody damn. walking across the street, save somebody, and he took the hit. That's fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, this fucking Alexander O'Neill song that I used to listen to all the time. If you were here tonight, that shit was on my phone. Like I used to listen to it all the time. And then one day, you know how like in your fucking like uh playlist, it'll play the next song. Do you see that bitch like jump and skip over stuff? And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I went back. I was like, damn, this shit not on here. And then it's also, um, it's this uh, Barry White and Faith Evans song called My Everything that apparently is on the Money Talk soundtrack, which mm-hmm. you cannot even fucking find that shit anywhere. It's it's two songs that I was, um, that's not available on streaming that, are, oh, fucking, uh, Mary J. Blige's cover, since we were talking about covers earlier, Mary J. Blige's cover of The Barge, A Dream. Hmm. That's one of my fucking favorite like songs ever, and it's not even her goddamn song. But both of those songs in particular are on Money Talk soundtrack. Money Talk soundtrack, when I say I've been trying to find that shit, what is this, 2021? I've at least been looking 20 fucking years. You cannot find the CD, the fucking tape. Like, you cannot find it anywhere and i love those two songs and i'm just so tired of listening on um on damn youtube because i'm like dog i'd be liking to have my shit you know in a little nice little playlist i want to hit shuffle and a lot of songs that like we were talking about earlier that if they're not on apple music for the most part they are available um on title so i kind of like uh go back and forth but shit it's just i hate that they took um what's the name off a title um the soul tapes. Oh man, that's that's a whole another conversation right there. Like all of that belongs on there. I think that's Fabulous's greatest body of work. Like all three of them are personally to me. Is this um what you showing me? This Spotify. Mm-hmm. Now see, I I checked it, but that those two songs aren't on there. Mm-hmm. They literally have. It's something about like those two songs because I've been looking for so long. Every time I find it, they'll have everything but those two songs so i'm like i wonder if it's like an issue with like something didn't get cleared or some shit but like why you can't find it just like you know for the longest time um truth hurts that addictive song wasn't on fucking no that's streaming the service. i ain't heard in a long time oh truth hurts mm-hmm. and her um it's the wash right exactly which is one of my favorite fucking movies speaking of shit that come with shit you know how the dvd came with the fucking soundtrack in the uh package but um that 
her uh, album was available and everything was on there except for that song. I guess like, you know, it was a whole bunch of shit going on with that. But this year, that shit finally just got added. So I'm mm. fucking happy as fuck. Like that shit is, as soon as I was able to download that shit, that shit went immediately into like all the, you know, necessary playlists that it needed to be into. But like. That Money Talk soundtrack, just for those two particular songs, like, I, I definitely came across the Spotify shit before. Tried looking for it on Tidal. Um, I done tried looking for it, like, a hundred different ways, man. Like, eBay, I was like, nigga, I will settle for the goddamn CD and just go buy something and, like, play the damn CD on, like, something shit. But you just cannot find it. I'm like, damn, like, you can't buy it on iTunes or nothing. It's just, like... Not it's just like you know how we were saying about the uh shit it like maybe it never fucking existed for real. I'm like nigga <laughs> Mandela effect. Yeah, like nigga, was it ever fucking the soundtrack? Like am I tripping? But you know, so I don't know. But Those I will also add to that list um Wale's mixtapes, both the mixtape about nothing and more about nothing, more importantly, more about nothing. I thought those were nope. nope, cause they he actually just did an interview. Um, was it with the Breakfast Club or Hot Ninety Seven? It was either one of them. He just did an interview when his last album just dropped, mm -hmm. and they asked him like about. It. He was like, "I want it on there just as bad as y'all want it on there." Now, what's, what did he say? Did he get to like what the issue is? Probably just some clearances. Yeah, because it's a it's heavily sampled. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure that's the hold up. But there's a lot of artists putting mixtapes on. Um, Streaming services, mm. one being, and this is random, but one of my top five favorite rappers all time. I, I redid my top five by the way, and I think everybody should because your top five is not your real top five. Papoose. Papoose put all his old, he had like 14, 15 mixtapes, and he put them on Apple Music. And he also did an album every single month of this year. Mm. Damn. <laughs> the joint he had with Wayne was yes. crazy, dog. Yes. I ain't never really tapped in into Papoose music like that. And I know everybody always talk about it, like how good it is and shit. So I'm a, uh, I'm a definitely. The K-Slave freestyles back in the day, the law libraries, the fucking. That's, you know, that's how he got his deal. Law library. Um, the president of Jive said his son told him this is his favorite music, the law libraries. And then that's how he got his deal. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, definitely I. Appreciate y'all for stepping in and coming through, my guys, per usual. But I know y'all always got my back. Mm -hmm. Not to say I ain't trying to throw no shade at Virgin Dame, because I don't even, I don't need Dame coming for me. And I don't, I don't want no threats uh, with Virg or no shit like that. But um, I definitely appreciate y'all. And next time, we definitely got to get the whole, uh, our whole little group and do a Royal Rumble uh, pop for show. So yeah, we're going to, probably either the second or the last Friday, well, on no, last Friday in this year is Christmas Eve. I mean, it's on things. I mean, yeah, it's creeping up. It's on. Uh, that's New Year's Eve, so it'll probably be before the end. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so we're definitely. So you New Year's Eve party in this motherfucker. <laughs> Loki, I was actually gonna hit y'all in the chat and see, you know, what y'all had going on, what y'all well, wanted bring to do. Bringing it, bringing the year, recording the pot with the game. Yeah, why not? Well, I don't care. Should I ain't I? got no fucking prior obligations. One, two, three. <laughs> Should I fuck around? And take some. I got equipment in the studio. I'm taking some shit to the crib. Crip. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Record yeah. an in-house New Year's Hey, look, pod. I'll be there. 
I'll be there. Just let me know. Send me the uh, send right. me the Addy. Oh, and speaking of New Year's, I definitely want to give my girl a shout out. Uh, Tink, she's having a party on New Year's Day called the Detroit Gala. Um, and the theme is all things Detroit. Um, you don't necessarily, it's not like a formal dress code or anything. The dress code is just simply dress Detroit. Whatever the fuck your version of what Detroit fashion is from whatever era, the 90s, current, whatever, like however you define Detroit um apparel and Detroit fashion, make sure y'all come out to that. Um the tickets are in her bio. Um her name on Instagram is Elegant Events. It's E-L-L-E-G-A-N-T events in the you could purchase the tickets in the bio. I think the tickets right now are $50. It comes with um, food. She got a crazy-ass menu, um, drinks, entry, come with everything. So definitely make sure y'all come out to that. I uh, I just did the promo video with her and uh, my homie John, Willie Beeman, and a couple other people yesterday for that. So, um, again, that's on New Year's Day. It's not a New Year's Eve party. It's on New Year's Day. That's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all definitely come out to that and have a good time. And uh, like I said, I'll be there with my Detroit fit on. But um, definitely go ahead and um, shout out y'all shit. But you don't even really be on social media if you want to, like, even tell people. No, fuck that social media shit. It's ruining <laughs> the world. So. You'll see me when you see me. <laughs> Uh, it's Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow This Week in Culture. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Facts. And what's your shit you going to say? You ain't going to say it. Uh, I'm June. You'll see me when you see me. Oh, my God. It ain't all caps, all facts, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Ooh, whatever, man. All right. And y'all know me, Cheyenne Lene, a.k.a. Motor City Oprah. I will be back very soon as well. You know, we going to. Get views from the thick back up and running. I got um, some things that I really want to do. And I am had a couple things holding me back and holding me down and shit, you know, as far as, you know, life events and everything like that. But I'm back and I miss y'all and I hope y'all miss me. So thank you for listening. Next, Until next time. Peace.